Hello everyone, welcome to Adoption Adventures. I hope that your week has started well and you're full of smiles and joy and laughter. Um, I am joined, joined today by this podcast's favourite guest speaker, someone who always thoroughly enjoys joining us and, and sharing their wisdom with us at any point and opportunity. Um, so I'd like you all to join me in saying a big warm welcome to Little Dude. Hello. He's currently just shaking his head, looking around, <laughs> trying to make me look like an idiot. <laughs> Say hello. But I'm not here. <laughs> um, hello. So, hey dude, you right? I'm good. Um, you don't have to be trapped in the car this time. Yeah, so... Just as you listeners can be aware, we have already recorded this episode, um, but as you are all aware, technology and myself never go well. Technology failed me. Yeah. So each time that he spoke, it was almost like it was coming through the speaker of my headphone, so it all just went horribly wrong. Um, so we're, we're re-recording it. Yes, we are. Thank you, dude. Um, dude, what have we been up to today? What's been going on? We went to visit a university. I really liked it. I'm probably going to go there. Fantastic. I really like this one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to live there, but it's expensive to live there. Oh, if you've been looking. No, but I'm assuming so because, you know, like, it didn't look cheap to live there. No. Yeah. And it probably isn't cheap to live there. Yeah. But you know what it is? What it is is what we do. That's, you know, it's not going to be cheap to go to university. That's... Yeah, but that's what the student loan's for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like what we've discussed already... You've got a job already. True. And obviously you can get the other student loan for living expenses, etc. Yeah, exactly. There's always I'm sure you guys will support me with accommodation costs as well, because you love me. Uh, yep, yep, absolutely. Yep, I'm all, all for that. That sounds great. <laughs> Good. Um, so we've now, you and I, we've visited three universities. The first one doesn't count because they didn't do the course I wanted. No, but it was still... It was still an opportunity to understand what, what to look for and what not. Oh, for. yeah. Um, what do you think it was that made this one stand out for you? Um, the people were really nice. Beautiful, beautiful location. Mm. Um, and I like the fact that one of the buildings has, like, a mini club bar attached to it. Yeah. As well, that was really cool. You know, it's like, you just walk, you, you've got a lecture room, you go through some double doors and there's a bar and, like, a pool table and stuff. And yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be where I spend a lot of time, I think. I I did say that I was rather concerned that this student was showing us around and talking to us about when you have any time to kill or when you have downtime you can do this and if you've got time to kill you can do that. And I was very much like, right, why are these students constantly on downtime? Why aren't they? Because they're not as smart as me, I'm better than them. Oh, okay. That's, that's why I'm gonna graduate my class. Okay. What's it called, like honours or something? I don't know. Sunicom Lowry? I don't know. I'm going to be the really fancy road person. I don't know if that's um, what they say in America. Might be. Graduated Sunicom Lowry. Um, I'll be the top of my class. Let's just leave it at that. Sure, good. And what are you going to look to study? Human biology. What does that entail? The biology of the human body. Mm-hmm. So that's like the cardiovascular system, the endocrine system, hormones, a little bit of psychology, anatomy. Okay. And what sort of... Immune system. Career can this lead to? 
loads of careers. So I could um, become a geneticist. So like, you know, like working for a company like Ancestry.com, you know, doing research. Mm -hmm. I could be involved in CRISPR technology, which is gene editing. Um, obviously, uh, I could go into medicine with it postgraduate and then become like a doctor or something as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it opens up the door quite a lot. Okay, cool. And what's what's made you sort of choose this this field? I always wanted to do medicine, but there's too much pressure from teachers for that, and I'm not quite hitting the grades. Okay. Don't get me wrong, my grades are good, but I'm not quite hitting the grades that they want. Um, I've always been good at biology, and I've always liked it. It was probably my easiest GCSE subject I did, mm. and I did really well in it and got an eight, which nice. for you old people out there is an A star. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you for the translation. Yeah, so, you know, that was good. And obviously at A-level, I'm doing biology. I love it. I'm, you know, I've got predicted an A in it. Like, yeah. I'm doing really well and I like it. So it'll be something I enjoy and something that will come to me fairly easily for university. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that's a, a sensible approach in mm. as much as, like, going to university, moving out, starting something. I think, you know, that... that there's a, a tall order on any young person. Mm. So taking a subject where you've already got a solid basis of knowledge. And you enjoy it as well. I've got yeah. lucky there because sometimes people are really good at something they don't enjoy, like school-wise. Mm. You know, like... Yeah, no, you are absolutely right. And I think... Or they only... enjoy something but are crap at it. And it's like... Mm. So not only are you good at it, but you are... Passion. Yeah. Drive. And that always counts for so much of your studying because if you're interested in the subject, you want to learn. Yeah, like I do wider reading about biology and stuff. Like I look at news articles and I read mm. like magazine or I don't read magazines because they don't really exist anymore. But I do I read stuff online. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, and when you first started doing uni tours, um, you were only looking at unis that were local. You didn't want to move out. Now. That's changed I do quite want a lot. To move, yeah. You you really do want to move out now. Um, what's what sort of been the like, talk me through the transition? There. We did this already, but there's two main reasons. Firstly, is actually three main reasons. Firstly, is independent, something new, like enjoy it. Don't have to worry about you know boring old parents at home. No yeah. offense. No, that's fine. Secondly, is the nightlife where I live is crap, <laughs> and. I would rather someone with more nightlife. And thirdly, all my friends are boring and I need new friends. <coughs> and if I go to a university that's local, I won't make that many more local friends because the local universities, they're not local, local. They're like still, you know, an hour's drive or an hour's commute. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, and especially like, you know. Let, let's hope none of your friends tune in and listen to this, eh? They don't. <laughs> too boring for that. One of them. He sits there every Friday night drinking wine with his parents. Loser. <laughs> You're so judgmental about this kid with his parents. I'm judgmental about this kid full stop. He's so closeted and such a loser. I think he's a really sweet kid. Oh yeah, it's better. But yeah. he means well. <laughs> um Okay, so do you still have any fears or anxieties about sort of moving away or mainly it's just money wise because I want to try and balance university, you know, accommodation, food, alcohol going out potentially mm. a car potentially not a car though but yeah like all this kind of you know money life expenses yeah because mm. and then because i've got to then try and balance expenses with job and study because obviously i can't work all the time and not do study and i can't study all the time and not do work like yeah so finding that balance yeah as an adult and 
I would say at the moment you're quite poor with money management. It's a good thing this is a uh, audio podcast because the death stare I just got would have scared you all the way. <laughs> um, but you are like at present you you aren't particularly good at. I can be good with money. I just choose not to be because I don't have a reason to right now. Yeah, I, and and that's fine. I've you're got young. disposable income and I'm using it disposably. Yeah, but not even on anything exciting. Food is exciting for me. Uh huh. Like, so I think, like, for me personally, I I think that this next year you should be sort of looking at how you spend your money, how you can save money, and I am. how you can be better with it, because this is your almost like your trial run year mm. to get you prepped and ready for when we're not there to bail yeah. out. And obviously, you know, there's a difference between now and when I need the money to live and eat and, you know, like, pay bills. There'll be a bit more of a difference because it's, okay, I've got to set this aside for the bills. I've got to set this aside so I can eat and I'll buy this textbook. Whatever I have left, I can spend however I want, you know? Yeah. Like, so there's an element of that will help me once I have those kind of, like... I love that you think that you're going to have money left over. I think that's so cute. I own like a tenner each month, but still, that's enough for like a a Tesco's bottle of vodka, six pounds, (laughs) sorted for the month. Yeah, sure. Now I have four quid left over for something sweet too. Lovely. Um, Yeah, I think, I I do think that this would be a a good year to sort of start mm. practising management management, start saving money. Things like that, like, you know, if there's a set like, deadline or a set goal I do better like when I was saying with my VR I did great with that because I had that goal of I need this much so I, I got that much I got lucky there finding what was it 50 quid on the floor or something wasn't it 20 or 50 20 pounds you found on the floor no I think it was a 50 no you found a 20 pound note you sure yeah yeah okay well anyway that helped a lot but um <laughs> But still, like, when I have a set goal like that, I do better saving towards it. Because, like, if you think, I either save this money or I don't have a place to live, that's quite a easy choice. Yeah, very true. So very true. there's that element of it of once I get paid, automatically this is for bills and expenses, this is for social and whatever, that leftover tenor. Yeah. And how are you feeling, like, you've gone into your final year of sixth form, um, so you've been at the same educational establishment for the last six years. This is your final Seventh year. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I've been there a... for seven years now, if you can, the first week as well, because you're into your seventh year. Yeah. Um, that's quite a, that's quite a big chunk of your life. Oh yeah. It's almost half like, yeah. So how are you feeling that that's coming to an end? To be honest, quite relieved. I'm fed up with this place right now. Like, mm-hmm. not as in, it's not that bad. Like, it's a, it's you know it's a secondary school. It's not like amazing. It's nothing too special. Yeah. Because you know secondary schools aren't. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, like you know, it's been good and I've done well there and obviously I've got great results etc. But I'm looking forward to leaving it. Yeah. Because it's very you strict. Feel ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I've been ready for years, mate. <laughs> but, so um, they they talk about. In the world of adoption, they talk about transitions being really quite difficult for, for our young people. Not this one. I'm ready for this one. <laughs> yeah, I think... It just feels like a natural closing point now. I don't know why. I think as well it helps. Where I'm you know, turning 18 next year, that is a big transition in my life. So that mm. one's kind of dominating everything else. It's like, it feels like a natural closing point. Leave this place, turn 18, 
move away like that just is a natural progression to my mind that kind of helps it a bit because that's like a sequence i can follow and you know that helps my brain i get that it makes me feel better about it because actually yeah it's a big scary wide world but one step at a time do my exams then have my fun little six month summer or whatever it is after exams after Three levels months. same difference depends when my course starts next year because my course doesn't start till october i've got loads of time you'll be working in that time I'll also be having fun and going to festivals and spending all my money. <laughs> Working. And festivals. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's just a natural kind of progression. It's like, it, it makes sense for me. Mm. And I'm okay with leaving this school. Yeah, that's cool. That is really cool. Um, okay. What's, uh, what's going on in dating land? Um, not a lot. There's... One sort of interest, but she's had a boyfriend for two years now. But on the other hand, they're having a few arguments and she's saying that she kind of misses being single and she knows they're not going to last because they got together when they were 14. Let's be honest, that's not going to last. <laughs> like, that's not... She doesn't see a future, so... So you're trying to break up a relationship? No, 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 no. I'm all for them in their relationship because I'm happy for her that she's in this relationship. She's the one telling me about their problems. So I don't know whether I've turned into the guy best friend or I'm still a potential... But sounds to me like you're pursuing this. I'm not. I'm just there as a friend and a shoulder to lean on when things get tough. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, we had it was a completely different subject when we was doing it before. Um, once again, though, we've stumbled upon territory where I'm confident that my listeners at the moment will be laughing their backsides off at this part because they can smell the nonsense that you're sprouting. No, because it's not... I'm not... Like, I would date her in a heartbeat. Don't get me wrong. She is really hot and really nice. Right. right? And She's also taken. Yeah, but that's not the point. There's no harm in looking, (laughs) firstly. But secondly, I'm not just out there. I can still be friends with someone even if I want to date them. Like, I'm a civilised, you know, mature guy. You're 17. That is a lie again. No, I can't be friends with her. I don't... I'm not pushing a relationship with her. Like... And I made it quite clear that I'm not pushing a relationship and everything. I'm there as her friend, and I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's not like, if I was that desperate for a relationship, I'd be in one. Yeah. Don't... Exactly. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's, it's not just about relationships. She's just a nice girl. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'm her friend. I'm happy with just being her friend for now. Good. Because well, I'm mature like that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Um, okay. It's because I'm not a hooligan like my friends. You just said that your friends are boring. So yeah, but they're boring are... hooligans. They're hooligans. There's no such thing as a boring hooligan. Well, they are because they don't know how to talk to women. Well, that doesn't mean they're hooligans. No. So when they do talk to women, they come across as hooligans. A hooligan. That's an old slang for someone who is like causing trouble. Your friends are not. Causing trouble. Okay, they're troglodytes. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means cave dweller. (laughs) Am I wrong? You are wrong. They are troglodytic. I like your friends. They're all They're civilised to you because you're a man and they know how to speak to men. They don't know how to speak to women because they didn't go outside for the six odd years or five years until, you know... Like, girls came along for sick form. (laughs) So, legitimately, one of my good friends... I can't name him because you won't let me but you know what I'm talking about yeah the other one the other one not yeah. not the main one the other one um, he legitimately had not spoken to a girl in about three years since like until sixth form 
Like, that says a lot. Yeah. He, he's a troglodyte. <laughs> he literally sat inside 24-7. Yeah. So... Troglodyte. When we were pushing you out of the door and saying, go out and meet people and do stuff. I'm glad you did. Yes, I complain. Of course I complain. It was easier to sit at home, but I'm glad you did because now I have that advantage. The first day of sick form, I walked over to a table full of girls and made friends. Oh, God. That was amazing. Oh. The looks of admiration I got from my two best mates because they could never in a million years do that. They talk in the world of adoption how our, our children suffer with self-esteem issues. No, they don't. <laughs> this one. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's um, that's broken with you. I've broken a lot of things, like a lot of norms and yeah. stereotypes of an adopted child. I'm amazing. Let's be honest. Like, I'm pretty cool. You are pretty cool. It's true. It's true. I love your confidence as well, Donnie. It's, um, it's good to have. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Right. I won't keep you for any longer because we have recorded this for a second time. I've got into it now. You can continue talking. No, it's fine. I've got nothing else I need to talk to you about unless you have any subjects you'd like to cover. Option. <laughs> anything else? Not really. Okay. Will you come back and talk again? We shall see. That means yes, peeps. It's going to cost you next time. <laughs> I just drove a thousand miles for you and bought you lunch and coffee. I think I've earned it. Yeah, you've um, this one. I've done this twice for you as well. Right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I um, hope you have a wicked week and we will catch you later. Dude, say goodbye. Goodbye. Wise words. <laughs> <laughs>